Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It is the finale, the Super Bowl recap episode. We will be breaking down the game, the ifs and what's the what happened, the what didn't happen, all the good things, the bad things, and everything in between. Breaking down the future of these teams and anything else that will need to be discussed, discussed as we close out the 2023-2024 season. Buckman, are you ready? Yes. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the How About That podcast presented by Face Value Clothing. You check them out at facevalueclothing.com. If you want some money on the Super Bowl, go check them out. Use your money for something that's worthwhile. Face Value Clothing. Facevalueclothing.com. Zach. Yeah. The season's over. Yep. Uh, what I feel like our guts told us was going to happen, mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a great game. Yeah. Classic that we had all hoped for is what we got. It, it's a sad Monday for a lot of reasons, but it's a happy Monday for a lot of reasons. I guess more sad than happy. Um, but what are your thoughts at 513 on this Monday evening? Yeah, I thought it was a great game. I mean, I even at the start, everyone was tweeting what a bad game it was. I was enjoying it. I mean, I thought it was yep. a great chess match. I, I think it was what we've seen. Like, this Chiefs offense hasn't been good, and they kind of came back to their form of being bad. And the 49ers were flying around on defense. Uh, and then on the flip side, you know, to what we've tried to give credit to, but you still can't give enough credit to, is the Chiefs defense and how – absolutely phenomenal they are and have been all year and it just wasn't highlighted enough and never really will be uh because of the way it ended and the way Mahomes kind of won it for them but a phenomenal just chess match of both defenses so I was fine with the punts um throughout the the matchup and you know there was some sloppiness with the fumbles and stuff but ended up being you know an all-timer uh going to overtime finishing the way it did um and an incredible win and continuing on what now uh is the beginning of of a potential dynasty in Kansas City so I loved it, even at the start when people didn't. Yeah, the I I was thinking about that. I was watching on my the waste management up on my, on my phone at the beginning of the game and not paying attention to Twitter. But I was yeah. in the back of my head. I'm like, I'm sure people are not happy with these drive punt, drive punt. But like you said, it was a chess match, and it was very interesting to watch uh, yeah. and just kind of see how both defenses reacting, how the offense was trying to move, what they were targeting. Uh, both defenses did a great job shutting everything down. And then the 49ers kind of took off. We, we'll talk about the second half. And then, yeah, it was, you know, when Mahomes needed to be Mahomes, he's he was Mahomes like he's been truthfully all year. You know, you look back at their losses and how many times does Mahomes make the play, but the person on the other end didn't. Uh, and, you know, in the playoffs, 
he was making the play and, and the guys around him are also making the plays. And that was the difference in these last four games. And it was the difference in the Super Bowl. Um, I think because of how close it was, uh, there's a lot to break down. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of things that I think we should talk about. There's a lot of things I want to talk about. Yeah. And I, I don't even know where to begin because it just, it, it was one of those Super Bowls where I don't, I don't know when you think about Super Bowls, right. And when you go back and you kind of look at the 20, you know, basically like the last, I don't know, 15 to 10 years ago of Super Bowls, right. How many of those do you truthfully remember? Uh, you know, you, you say to yourself, I remember Super Bowl 41 just because, you know, I was in Indy and you're a Colts fan. I remember Super Bowl 42. I think everyone remembers that one. Super Bowl 43. I think everyone remembers Super Bowl 43. Super Bowl 44. I remember because I'm in Indy. I don't know how many people remember Super Bowl 44. Super Bowl 45. I don't think anybody talks about. Like, it's one of those where there's a, there's these breaks in the Super Bowls where people kind of forget uh, what happened. Like, Super Bowl 46, I know. 47, couldn't tell you anything. Uh, same with like 48 and 49. And then all of a sudden you get to 50 and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember the Seahawks. Yeah. I, I Out of this Chiefs dynasty, I, I think this is the game we'll remember the most as of now for Patrick Mahomes winning in the Super Bowl. You think about last year, I, I just, I don't remember. I, I don't think that's going to be looked at quite like this one. And then you think about his first one against the 49ers. And again, it's another Super Bowl that you think about it when, when it's brought up, you're like, yeah, that was a great game, but it doesn't feel like it was the all-time classic that this one was. Yeah, I mean, uh, the game last year was so much more exciting in terms of offensive play, mm -hmm. ability. Um, I mean, it was an awesome game that went down to the end, but the ending was so – left such a poor taste in people's mouths that I, I think people probably choose to neglect the game um, because the way it ended kind of on a flag was just a, a, a unfortunate way for a game to end. When a game can end like this in overtime, especially getting the ball last and ending on a touchdown and kind of that Brady – pitching it out to whoever it was, um, one of those little running backs they had. Oh, God, I was thinking about that game, too, yesterday. Why can What's I not his name? Was it? It wasn't Sunday. James White? Was it? It was James White, I think, yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, it just had that feeling to it where it's like the whole time you know Mahomes is going to go down and, and tie this thing up. The whole time you know Mahomes is going to go down and get the game winner, but then he actually does it, and it's just yeah. – I mean, he is – I, I – yeah, I mean, he's on more of a Jordan. Like, we talked about this. Like, he is on that path to being – like, we were like, is he LeBron or is he Jordan? I don't know. Maybe he's Jordan. I thought he was LeBron. He might be Jordan. He might be both. I don't know. He might – because, like, talent-wise, I don't think there's a question he's better than Tom. Whatever. Yeah. That's not a big argument. But, like, greatness? I mean, he – he I, I like, he didn't play that well uh, at all. But when it mattered, like, you just – when you know, when you absolutely know the guy's going to go down and do it and then he does it, it's – what else do you want? Like it's, it's incredible. He's more, he's more playoff wins than Peyton Manning. That's insane. <laughs> I didn't even think. Yeah. That's, well, he's because 28. He's dude, 28. He's, he's been in the AFC championship every year. So for every six year. years, so he's guaranteed one a year right now. And yep. then to think like how many times he's just won it. He's won, he's won it all three times. So that's three or four wins, depending on the path times yep. three. Uh, it's absurd what he's doing. And the crazy thing is, is I know we talked about, or I talked about previously how if they win this one, all right, he has completed the dynasty. I 100% three and four years or whatever it was, five years, three and five years. Yeah. Uh, it is equal to one half of Brady's Super Bowls. 
But if he continues this run where it's like next year he's in the AFC championship game and or he wins another Super Bowl in the next two years, I yep. think now the question becomes, is he the greatest of all time? And that doesn't take anything away from Brady, but no. it, it's just, I mean, what the guy is doing. And it's been from day one of stepping onto the football field. He has consistently won. Uh, you know, it's it's like, how does how do we beat him? I uh, I he's run through every quarterback. I guess Joe Burrow is the only one that like you feel like has a chance because Joe Burrow is really the only one who's beat him. It's Joe Burrow and Tom Brady, and it's like I we need like a Matt Castle year. Like we need we that's yeah. that's what has oh, yeah, to gotta, happen. I thought he's like. got to get hurt. I mean, he's, he's yeah. got to get hurt. That's I don't want to say it, but that that feels like the thing because this we talked about it enough. If you don't think that Kansas City is going to go into the off season and just load up on the receiver class or the receiving free agents class, whatever. I, I, I mean, I would just be so surprised if they didn't. And I, I heard a great thing. Like they got rid of Tyree kill. Everyone questioned the move. They won two Super Bowls the last two years after getting rid of him. So it answers, it even answers that where it's like, they got rid of arguably the scariest weapon in the NFL and then won two Super Bowls after. Yeah. And, and all, I mean, all the tweets you've seen after the game, I'm sure like DVOA, like ranked wise, it was like the, the hardest path ever for a team to win it in terms of who they had to play, what they had to go through in the, in the situation. And they, they just, they didn't flinch. And, and the frustrating part is this, because like what it leads to is this was the year to get them and yeah. no one did it. Like two, two games, two times, Josh Allen had the ball and they could have not let Mahomes get it back. Yep. And they could have won it. They could have scored a touchdown. And then in this game, the 49ers on that final drive uh, before overtime, they could have put it away. They could have not let Mahomes get the ball back. And so, like, you had chances. And, like, that's the, like this defense was so damn good. And I thought the story of this game, before we get into the ins and outs of all of it, was the Chiefs cornerbacks. Like, I, we're both Brock defenders. That doesn't mean we think Brock is elite. We've talked about this I don't know how many times. Brock is in the middle. It's fine. I thought Brock played fine. I thought oh, he played I pretty well. I have I have notes on Brock. I have yeah, I, notes on Brock for when we get to that point. I mean, I, the amount of throws that we watched, and I'm like, Debo, Aiyuk, who we probably thought was already a wash before with Sneed guarding him, but like McDuffie was unbelievable on Debo. Like yeah. they were never ever open no. ever. There was not one throw where it's like, okay, the quarterback's got to throw him open. Hell, there, the one time like late in the game when it was, I think it was the overtime play, it was almost picked. He put it where Debo could only that, catch. It. I was I was about the closest that he ever had to a pick was when he put it in the only window that was. It was available. a dime. It was it was an insane throw. And I get like Debo, it was amazing. I'm sure that Debo probably played in that game after he got hurt again with his hamstring that's been nagging him all year. Kittle gets banged up. I get it. I and I'm not saying like I'm just saying like it's not a Brock problem in this game. Like they did not lose this game because of Brock. Yes, he didn't make the throw in the moment, but. Once again, once again, Chris Jones. It, it was Trent McDuffie, Legarius Need, and Chris Jones again gets in front of the quarterback twice in this game when he had two. They had the deep one to Debo in the end zone that was overthrown by Brock because Chris killed him. Yeah, and then the um, out route to Jawan Jennings where they eventually would have had AI wide open. Either one would have been a touchdown, and Chris Jones gets in his face, yep. and it's it's what Chris Jones did against Buffalo too. 
And I was going to say that those are the only plays we can look at. And neither of those were missed throws by Purdy. No, Purdy, the, no. this is the, the point about Purdy this game is I know he lost and we're going to have to listen to another year of the, is my audio cutting out by the way? Cause I'm freezing. I can see my face. All right, cool. Nope. Uh, and we're going to have to listen to another year of this whole Purdy narrative or whatever. Brock Purdy made every single throw that he was supposed to make. Yeah. He never had an opportunity to quote unquote make the throw, but I was so impressed by his game management. And I, I think once we walk through the game, I have some moments that I'll, I'll bring up and specifically one play that for me sticks out a bunch and I'll, I'll get to it. I, I guess yeah. I'll say it now it's, it was the, the, uh, the drop-off pass to Christian McCaffrey. Yes. It, and I think it was overtime. Or overtime. Was it, it was overtime and it was like third or, or second and long. And he, he, was getting he had four guys on him and he just threw it right over he was in the pocket still threw it right over the top of everyone right to where christian yeah and it was it it felt like that was a huge play and they got it all the way down to like the 30 yard line and it made me realize looking i looked at the stats after the game because him throwing that ball as stupid as it is to say i'm not saying that brock purdy is these two the 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 way it happened reminded me of brady or, or Peyton. Yeah. The, the toss while you're getting wrapped up, the fall to the knees, three guys come on you and you're like, how the heck did he get that ball off? Uh, and I looked at the stats after, you know, after the game, thinking about that play, Brock Purdy got sacked one time this game and think about how much pressure was in his face. What? That's what he never, he never took a sack. You think about how great Spags called up some of those third down plays or those second down plays and the pressure that was getting Purdy never seemed to have a clean pocket all game. When he did, it was a dime. But when he he never took a sack, Mahomes got sacked three times, I think. Yeah, it's the in, most we've in, ever seen Mahomes sacks in a playoff game. Exactly. And we and we look at the stats, and I know I think we've talked about it, talking about how much success a team has based off of quarterbacks who don't or sacks not happening. And you look at the difference between like Tom Brady and Baker Mayfield uh this past year in terms of pressure rate and number of sacks, and you're like, Tom Brady got pressured way more than Baker Mayfield and he never got sacked. And you're like yeah. that that's what Tom Brady did. And that yeah. was the thing that stuck out to me about this Brock Purdy Brock Brock Purdy game is how many times he was pressured. He only took one sack and I don't even remember the sack. So it doesn't seem like it was that pivotal pivotal of a moment. Um yeah. and when he had to get rid of the ball, he did. Like those think about that uh that third down how great Spags was. How many times was it like the ball was snapped, there was a free rusher, and he just got rid of it immediately? Yep. Like, yep. how many quarterbacks, like, just completely lose any sense of the moment the minute they see McDuffie oh. or Sneed coming at their face? That, I, I don't want to talk too much more about Brock because I think that sums it all up, but that's how impressed I was with Brock from this game. I agree, and I agree completely. And then after he makes that throw to Christian, two plays later, I thought he made the best play of the game. Rolls out right. He's in trouble. He's in trouble. Chris Jones has him. He gets away from Chris Jones mm -hmm. and then finds Juicecheck on the sideline. And you're like, holy shit, like they're going to score. And then we'll get to all the rest of that later. But yeah, yeah it's, it's a credit to Brock. It's, it sucks for him. Uh, but the story is way more on Kyle than Brock because we'll get into it. Um, so let's get into the game. Let's get into the game. Yep. It starts with the 49ers. It starts with a beautiful script. We're going to run the ball, right? Chiefs are one of the worst zone run defenses in the league. The 49ers earlier capitalizing on it. McCaffrey left, McCaffrey right. I mean, they're feeding them. And then in the most Chiefs fashion, Pinnell and Chanel and Benell and Manel, how many ever names they have that end in LL, strip Christian McCaffrey, which, like, have you ever watched him fumble? Ever? No. No. No, that was 
that was one of my things too about this game and it started drive one was just how sloppy it was from a game yeah. management perspective to a ball security perspective to just fundamentals yep. it was a very very sloppy game and some of the fumbles were all right great defensive play kind of like that one but all around it was just a very very sloppy game and yeah that that drive took just all the air I feel like out of the 49ers initially just being like yeah. man we we're about to go down get seven and all of a sudden you know, now we have to stop Mahomes. Yeah. And then the Chiefs come out with a similar game plan to Baltimore. They they run the first play, a quick screen on second. It's like, hey, uh, for, I know Roquan and Patrick Queen are unbelievable, but Fred and Dre are ready. Like the, yeah. the energy Fred and Dre showed on the first couple possessions was was absolutely incredible. And then it's just sickening what happened to Dre Greenlaw. Like I but Fred's reaction, because they were running out together, and then Fred turns and was like, Oh my God, that did not just happen. Mm-hmm. And at, at that point, it's like <laughs> you're probably not going to win the Super Bowl if your best player tears his Achilles running onto the field. That was I. I couldn't have felt worse for a guy. That was and it was it was such a weird thing too because he ran onto the field and then like a tackle was broken. And he stepped off the field and then ran back onto the field. It's like if if that tackle happens or if he doesn't decide to step off, if he's like, I'm just going to stay on the field or whatever, this play's over. He doesn't tear his ACL. (sighs) It's so sorry. It's gross. So yeah, he's out for the whole year. Now we'll see if he, hopefully he can be back for week one next year. Probably not. No Um, no chance, but they, they hold him. They get it back. And then, like you said, now it was the Trent Williams drive where Trent Williams, best tackle in football, been waiting Uh, to get to the Super Bowl, a brutal false start. Yep. And then Purdy hits a deep play to Kittle for Kittle's only big play and Trent Williams hold. And it's like, okay, there's that drive. That's over. It's like your two best players, Trent Williams mm-hmm. and Christian ruined the first two drives for you. Yep. Not Brock. Um, and then it was really boring <laughs> for a while there. I mean, the chiefs, Pacheco was out of it the entire game. Um, Dude, he was bad. I, I don't know what happened to him. He was, it, I don't know. I don't know if it's a focus thing or what. I don't know what that was. There was, it was, uh, we talked about how, like, going into the AFC Championship game, the Ravens were, or after, like, during the, like, the Ravens were way too emotional, and the Chiefs were so just reserved, and, like, in the moment, and it kind of felt like the Chiefs all around came out way too emotional, because, you know, we talk about the first two drives, this is Kelsey screaming in Andy Reid's face and almost knocking him over, which was, it's just, what sucks is that that's not going to be talked about enough because of just how, like, you don't, I don't know. I don't think that should ever happen in the game of football. And in that moment, like just being so selfish, I don't know. I hated it. I, I hated everything about that moment. So I see that. And then I see this Pacheco stuff where it's like the dude, it was just, you just see him yelling. Like they zoom in on his face and he's just standing there yelling at the top of his lungs. Like, what, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. So I, I, I think there was a lot of stuff on those chiefs where, like that first half all around, they just looked absolutely lost, not in the moment, way too emotional. Yeah, it was the complete opposite. It was like, like you just said. And then like when Sneed got that penalty for reacting second, I'm like, oh, like, yep. that's what I thought they were going to lose. I'm like, they are doing the things that we have said they never do. Yep. And the things that they make other teams do. And then Sneed got caught twice. I mean, Sneed hit him in the face. Like it wasn't even a, that's 15 yes. all day. And yeah, it just felt that way. Yeah, the Travis thing was so dumb. And, and Patrick, after the game, made it made him look good. He's like, "That's the competitive fire we have." Like, like, dude, that was a total. I mean, he cheap shot Andy Reid. He what? Like Andy? I can't Reed, believe Andy stayed up. 
dude, I don't know how he did, but if Andy Reid falls too, I mean, we're talking elderly falling, broken hip. I like that's that's life threatening. And I'm like, I'm I'm saying that kind of as a joke, but it's also not a joke because of who Andy Reid is. So it, it, it was really, and also, I don't know, the way he was just young. It's one thing to like talk and be fired up, but he was, I've never seen that many veins come out of a player's face. And you're like yeah. spinning, like, dude, relax. All right, we get it. I was, it, it, it wasn't like it was a, a pass play where some guy dropped it. It's like, look, the guy just fumbled running the ball, a guy that you trust every play. Like, yeah. I don't know if he was still mad to play before technically because he was wide open and McCole made the catch, but like, well, also, why are you mad about that? Targeted? Because it was 20 yards downfield more. Right. And I know it should have been picked, but like, why are we going to Andy Reid for that? That's just a read it was by weird. Patrick Mahomes. And yeah, I get it. Dude, you want to be on the field. Like Tony Romo is like, that's just a guy. Like, I know it was a run play, but he just wants to be on the field. It's like, okay, well, Does it, he? you, yeah, well, I don't care if, if it's a run play and you're mad about not being on the field and you're going at your coach because it was a fumble, like you yeah. got some problems. Yes, yeah, you're mad at here there. You're, yeah, you're mad at the situation, not the, not, the, not the coach there. That was yeah. Embarrassing. Take it out on somebody not named Andy Reid. Yeah, and so it's really a putt fast back and forth, putt fast back and forth. Jake Moody, I didn't think he. I mean, to his credit, I know he messed up the extra point, which ultimately put things in, in a different position for the game. But I have a comment on that once we get to it, though. Okay, fifty-five yard field goal was massive. I don't think anyone when he lined up for that thought it was going in. So credit to him in, in that spot. And by the way, if you told me that 55 yards would have been a Super Bowl record, I, I was blown away by that stat. Would have never believed you. No one has hit a 60 yard like game on the line. Like that was yeah. shocking. Yeah. And then it was beat, what, two quarters later. But um, so still, they continue to struggle. What who fumbled here? Pacheco. Okay. There's the Pacheco fumble. Yeah. 49ers punt. I mean, the 49ers couldn't take advantage of anything. Chiefs no. punt. 49ers touchdown. I mean, Jawan Jennings. I, he, I get it probably would have gone to Christian for MVP, I guess. But, like, Jawan Jennings should have. Play, he was the best player on the field. Yeah, if, if it went to Christian McCaffrey instead of Jawan Jennings, that's, like, one of those. They, they're, get, they're only giving it to guys who have names nowadays. Yeah. Because it's, like, the dude at a – receiving had one of the biggest receiving touchdowns he had a passing touchdown he had how many big catches it felt like he was the go-to um and in that moment like you said where Debo and uh Ayuk were washed Kittle was nowhere to be found except for one play like Jawan Jennings being the main guy he deserved so much credit yeah and then you get into the clock management bowl and it starts in the first half so the Chiefs uh, are at the San Francisco 25 and they pass it to Rashi Rice for 11 yards. They get down to the San Francisco 14 with a minute nine left. Both teams have three timeouts. Mm-hmm. Who would you expect to call the timeout in that situation after the first down? Well, you'd, you'd expect the Chiefs to call the timeout because they have three and they want to maximize clock capacity. Oh, I know. Okay. I disagree. <laughs> you do? I was saying it the was. Chiefs- Wait, the Chiefs have a minute nine and they're on the 14. They have all the time in the world, but they immediately called timeout. I would have ran the clock down and not let oh, the 49. I would have, I would have called uh, the timeout as the Chiefs. Interesting. If you have, okay. if you have three timeouts and it's like there's a minute left, like I don't want, because uh, it also the red zone gets weird. Like I want to be able to run the ball still, kind of. And you're like, all right, let me have some opportunities here to, uh, you know, allow myself 
more time and not be strangled by it. And if I give the ball back to the 49ers with 50 seconds left, because I score on the next play, I trust my defense to not let up 50 yards in a field goal range within 50 seconds. Fair enough. Fair enough. So they, they get the ball to 14, they run it, they run a pass play for three yards. Uh, and then they let the clock, the 49ers let the clock run all the way down to the 30 to 37 seconds before Andy Reed on second and seven hands the ball off to Rashid Rice on an inside zone. So now it's like both coaches are just like that's that was after that timeout. It just yeah. became I don't even know how we're managing clock right now. The 49ers didn't want the ball back for some reason when they had three timeouts. And then Andy Reid is like, OK, I get it. Maybe you're trying to run clock here because you don't want them to get it back with enough time. But it's like we're have, we have Patrick Mahomes and we're handing it off to not Pacheco. We're handing it off to Rossi Rice, a rookie. Um, so a really weird move there. And then third and five. Uh, Mahomes is sacked, and then finally Shanahan, for some reason, now he decides decides, yeah. decides to take the timeout with 23 seconds left, just which to I, kneel the ball. Yeah, ju- yeah. So just really, really weird and foreshadowing, really, to the end of the game of the poor decision by both coaches. The one thing that I thought was weird was, like you said, if we're going to run the ball, why are we doing? It was a jet sweep to the weak side of the field too. Like my least favorite play in football. Yeah, it wasn't even like that cool touch pass. Like they just got it, like slowly handed it off. Yeah, like it was bizarre. Um, that that makes no sense because it was now that I'm looking at it, it was second and seven. Yeah, and you're like, all right, gut, get us to like third and five or something. And uh, I guess they did get to third and five, but I I was thinking that it was second and ten, second and seven, like get us to third and four. And maybe we have a two plays at it, or we can do some, basically what the play they did to win the game. Um, yep. Yeah, Shanahan, I don't even know what that guy was on. I have some yeah. I have some questions coming out of the half on him. Yeah. So we we go to halftime 10 to 3, and you're like, all right, 49ers are up 10-3. You don't feel great about it. Chiefs get the ball back to start the second half. It's like we know they're probably gonna go down and score and figure this thing out after being in the mm-hmm. half. They come out, they run a pitch to Pacheco, kind of behind them, Pacheco eyes up, they lose the ball. It's like, what the hell is this offense doing? And then two plays later, Mahomes panics, throws the ball up in the air, and is picked off in a play that we have said he has avoided all playoffs, but yep. stuff he had done in the regular season when shit started to hit the fan. And this is the moment you're like, the 49ers have to score here. They have the ball in the Kansas City 44, up 10-3. They just took the momentum, and they go three plays, negative one yard, 59 seconds, and put it back. And it's beyond this, Zach, because – Three plays, negative one yard, take off a minute, punt. Hold up, three and out for Kansas yep, City. Yep, did it again. Three plays, negative one yards, a minute and a half. Kansas City drives down, gets a field goal. You're still up 10 to six, and you're like, my Lord, this is the opportunity. Three punts, zero yards, one minute off the clock, hold them to a three and out, and then we'll talk about what happens after that. But this is where I started questioning Kyle Shanahan, because I'm sitting here watching this, Three drives, nine plays, negative two yards, basically two, three and a half minutes and gone off the clock. That entire time, they just went completely away from Kyle Shanahan offense. They, yep, Kyle Shanahan, it's like known for creative run screen or creative run schemes. It was the most basic running schemes I've ever seen. They would run the ball on first down, sometimes not even to Christian McCaffrey. Then it would, or it would be a, a weird pass on first down incompletion and like there was just no offense that resembled Kyle Shanahan in the first half 
from those three drives. And I was like, he's about to do it again. Cause that's yep. what happened in uh, Matt Ryan in 2016. Yep. That's what happened with Jimmy Garoppolo in 2020. And you're like, both times you're coming out of halftime. You have all the momentum, you have opportunities to close it down. And then you just go away from everything you've done as a coach all season. And, and now it, you do it again for the third straight Super Bowl that you're in. Yeah. It Inexcusable. Was, yeah. There was no creative runs. It was inside zone. It was, wait, we haven't given it to Debo in a while. He's coming on a jet. Everyone in the world knows he's going to touch it here. There was no more motion, no more play action. It was straight dropbacks for Purdy. It's not what he does. Like, just bizarre. Total bizarre. And everyone's like, they completely went away from the run. I mean, it's not that they went away from the run. It's that they were – not creative at all in trying to yep. create plays for McCaffrey in the run game. Like they, the first they were, drive, they, they were running, running the ball. Over. They yeah, were running motion. the ball, but they weren't doing anything yeah. in order to be, like you said, Kyle Shanahan runs scheme, or schemes. None of them. Yep. There was zero within that nine plays. And then you stopped them again. Stopped them again. And, and real quick credit here to Steve Wilkes and the defensive oh. line. I, like Chase Young. Okay, thank God he showed up for this one. But I loved their game plan. I mean, Bosa. Bosa played his ass off. Like their game plan was pretty like their defensive ends would fly upfield to give Mahomes the feeling that he couldn't escape outside of the pocket. And then they would just stop because Mahomes would come back upfield because he's like, okay, I can't escape out. And the second he would come upfield, then Bosa and them would come crashing down. Like they did such a good job of limiting Mahomes and keeping him in the pocket. It was a very good game plan by, by Wilkes and the defense. And uh, credit to us, because if you listen to like the week seven yeah. podcast or something, we were like, they're being way too creative with stunts. It's like you have athletes, let athletes fly up field, take yeah. guys one on one. And that's exactly what they did. They would just fly up field, wait for Mahomes to do something, and then they would immediately react yeah. to it. And there was so many times Mahomes felt swallowed up. And the fact that I, you know, three sacks, it, it felt like it could have been more. There were some whiffs or there, but it was beyond three sacks. There was just so many times where they felt like, all right, this is when Mahomes is going to make a play, and they forced him to just throw it away. They forced him to make a tough throw. There was the yep. grounding penalty. There were so many things uh, that they were – he was always under pressure the entire game. Yeah, well, I think the the stat – I mean, like, sack rate is pretty important when, you, like, you want to see, like, guys coming out of college or guys in the NFL. Like, Mahomes – like, I think a really good sack rate is, like, somewhere in, like, the – five to nine five to ten percent range like you want to be under ten percent for sack rate when Mahomes is pressured his sack rate is six percent so even when you actually get after him you only get him down six percent of the time like he is impossible to get down mm -hmm. and like the fact that they did it three times and, and like Eric Armstead I forgot he was a 49er until this game like he was everywhere and uh, it was just one of those things too where it would be flushed up and they didn't yep. allow him the only time he really was able to escape up the field was like a designed read option pretty much yeah. um maybe one other time in overtime but other than that you know they were the defensive tackles did a great job of just standing their ground and yep. you know tack, wrapping him up when he got to the line of scrimmage again yeah so then like you said they find they stopped the chiefs again and you're just kind of waiting it's 10 to 6 and they're like man the 49ers have to figure out a drive at some point to get this back up to double digits or at least to 13 to 6 they get the punt and it it hits off a damn shoe like I get I'm, I'm sure the guy tried to yell Peter that stadium had to be like there's no way probably anyone can hear in there it, it's not like the guy was in the way it hit his shoe it's I, just it's tough I'm not mad about that part I'm mad about Ray Ray's 
reaction to it. It's fundamental. I have written down. It made me so mad. I there was a guy on Twitter who's like, I see it hit the foot. Like, can't blame Ray Ray there. You the the ball is right in front of you. You know that this is like this thing's fumbled around. There's three red jerseys around you. <clears throat> Since you start playing football, they yep. teach you just drop on the ball. Yep. Just Don't fall down, get possession. Like the dude, I, I get it. It's the Super Bowl. You're trying to yep. make a play. There was absolutely no need for you in that moment to try to make any sort of a play. It's a punt return. All you need to do is just gain possession. How many times have you ever seen a game-changing play, Zach, on a punt that was positive because the punt returner tried to make a play? In your life, even think about it. It it, it never happens. Disasters always happen when the punt returner tries to make a play. Minus one when a guy dropped it. Okay. Well, that was just a bad. I'm sorry. I just, it literally hit my head. The complete outlier. That was because because the punter was trying to make a play. The punter was trying to make a play. Taking out of bounds. So special teams, when you try to make a play, bad things happen. Yeah. That was, I mean, Zach, it's a good point. Um, So yeah, Yeah. one out of a billion times in football history, you need to drop on that ball and gain possession. Also, dude, you called. I mean, you were probably, hopefully, calling Peter. You weren't even planning to return it. Just because the ball is fumbling around at your feet now doesn't mean all of a sudden you have every right to try to pick it up and gain five more yards. That yeah. is a losing play by Ray Ray, McLeod, Ray Ray McLeod. I'm kind of upset. Like, I mean, I, I don't have any offense with Ray Ray, but I don't know why it's not being talked about anymore. Yeah. Like, the ball is in his hands. How many times are you taught just fall on the ball? That's simple. It was, it was, and and the 49ers had actually had a pretty good special teams game up to this point. Chris Conley, didn't know he was on the 49ers. He was making catches. He was downing balls at the one. He was phenomenal. I wanted to go back to that Twitter thread where it was like name random receivers and just be like, Chris Conley. (laughs) I I, I had no idea he was playing for them and he was a huge factor in the game. Uh, But yeah, so then of course, one play later, the Chiefs score. And it's like, duh, like you knew they were going to score. Probably the next play, you could have bet on that. Yeah. So they get up 13 to 10 and you're like, okay, this is when the 49ers start to quiver. And then Brock takes them down the field. That's why like, I can't have these conversations because they get up 13, 10. You're like, okay, it's over. Chiefs Super Bowl win 12 plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Brilliant. Like great drive. Like they, Jawan Jennings beats Legereus Sneed because of course, and then Moody, Moody screws it up. Like right when you feel like they have it again, it goes right back down. Yeah, uh, Brock, that drive, it was great. That was also like I, I was about to send. I, I'm pretty sure this was the drive where I, I was, I had like to you and Mitch a text ready to go that was like, uh, Shanahan is going like. When's the last time you saw like a Shanahan design run player? I was, I had that text ready to go, and then I think the first play, if I remember, was like a a run or there was something. I thought that there was a run. Uh, I think it was a Christian McCaffrey five yards up the middle on second down, but it was yeah. like a, a, I, somebody pulled, there was a motion and you shot up and I deleted it. And I was like, all right, here we go. They go down the field and they score. And it was like, all right, Shanahan finally is like, wait a minute. For some reason, whenever he has the lead in a Super Bowl in the second half, he just decides to go basic offense. And yep. then all of a sudden he's down again. And then he's like, oh, here we go. And it was a great drive. And you just wish looking back on it, you're like, if you did that one drive, but other like before this in the second half, that could have been a drive to go up two possessions. I truthfully yeah. feel that. And the best moment for him was in this drive, it's fourth and three on the Kansas City 15. You can tie it up, but he goes for it. 
Yeah. And that's how you have to play Mahomes. And that's how you have to play this game. And we'll win. revisit that yeah. decision <laughs> in a Quickly, couple minutes. Yeah. And they get it and they convert to Kittle on his first big play. A great ball by Purdy to keep it outside. Good effort by Kittle to make sure he had the first. Uh, and he gets them the lead to 16-13. And then Moody just kicks a low ball. And then, so mentally, the Chiefs are like, okay, all we need is three now. You know they're getting it. This is this is when uh, it kind of started at the beginning. And then they had the big Travis Kelsey point. And you're like, wait a minute. Yep. I I was sitting there thinking, uh, I I was I had like the text ready to go, but I was like, I this doesn't I don't even know how to explain this in the text. I'm just gonna wait for the podcast. Um, if you watch the 2007 American America's game about the New York Giants, and you get to the part where it's the fourth quarter, the Giants are down four. They go to Eli Manning, and clearly the question was, what was your feeling about this? And I think he said Peyton says he's like Peyton always told told me it's better to be down four than three because when you're down four you know you need a touchdown yep and the entire time watching that Chiefs at the beginning of this drive you're saying to yourself if they needed four and they needed a touchdown I feel in my bones that they're getting that touchdown yep and they needed to settle for three it trying to just change things I guess wait I just jumped ahead like three possessions that was the end that's right it was pretty much the same result that kept happening um the Chiefs go down and get a field goal. San Fran goes down, and they're doing it. Like, you get uh, Brock to – they uh, Debo ran it for nine yards. McCaffrey, three yards. McCaffrey, five yards. Like, they're starting to move the chains. They get down all the way to the Kansas City, 35. It's third and five. And you know Kansas City's bringing the pressure, and the 49ers can't pick it up, which was – It was you – know, it's like, how do you not know if pressure's coming? This is Fags. This is Chiefs. Everyone in the world knows they're going cover zero. Find out where the blitz is coming yeah. from, O-line, and pick it up, and they don't do it. It was one of it was a master class by Spags. Yep. And that was like – there was another one in overtime. It was the same thing. Yep, so. he did it twice. He did it twice, yeah. And then the Chiefs get it. And then it's always like that thing with Brady. It's like there's 150 left, and you're like, okay, we know they're getting three. And they get down there so fast. After like two plays, you're already like, Oh wait, no, they might just win the game. That will it was that was when I was thinking, like, oh, they're yeah. gonna settle here. Cause the beginning, it was very, very reserved play calling. And then uh Kelsey broke that with yep. like they, they took seconds. out like a minute 20 or something. Yeah. And it was it was settling for three, it felt like, and then Kelsey broke that play, and all of a sudden they're within the 10. And now you're like, wait a minute, like this just got yeah, very, very scary. And you know, you talk about the difference when backtracked to two minutes ago before Justin decided to get anxious and jump ahead. Uh, if they needed to score a touchdown there with six seconds left and they had two plays, the Chiefs were scoring a touchdown there. Yeah. it's it, And that's what I was like, this game going to overtime is a godsend for the San Francisco 49ers because yeah. if they needed that touchdown, it would have been six put on the board for the 49ers. They, I mean, they were lucky that, I mean, that incompletion to Kelsey on the near the pylon was just Mahomes had to get it out because Creed Humphrey snapped the ball in the dirt. Like mm-hmm. if Mahomes is able to catch that clean one, two, three, rip it to Kelsey, like could have been a flag or a better ball or caught. Like they're lucky it was a bad snap. Mahomes just kind of throws it basically out of bounds. I mean, they really didn't have a chance. Um, and so they have to settle for three. But yeah, if he gets that snap quicker, they might have time for another play. They might have that throw. I think that's the big one too. Is the another play where it's if there's yeah. seven seconds left on the clock, they're running another play. They're not settling yeah. for three there. Then Rashi Rice gets in Mahomes' ear, which was uh, very interesting. 
um that was really yeah weird. i was like eating chips and i looked up I and i saw that and i was like wait a, i saw the very end and i was like that there must have been an, i i wasn't listening to whatever roma or nance was saying but i was like that seems weird that yeah i mean he ended up being wide open so i'm sure he did go up Mahomes to say something but it's like dude let's 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 check ourselves here look here in the super bowl you have one play if if you I, if yeah. you don't think or if you think that Mahomes is going anywhere else besides 87, then like I, I don't know where you've been this entire year, brother. But it, like, it's clearly really, not in the locker room. Yeah. Instead of Iguodala, it's like I want where she rice with the ball. I'm very like, yeah. nope, step her. We're gonna go to Kelsey here. We're yeah. gonna go to Kelsey here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I felt like I was really disappointed because I love Fred Warner. It doesn't change how I feel about him at all. He was amazing this game, but they did have a chance to make the the Chiefs kick a longer field goal and Kelsey. I haven't seen him run that fast. Like, damn it. He, that was the play that it was. That <laughs> he was changed flying. It. He yeah. flew. Like, I don't even blame Fred. I think he was like, what the hell? Like, Travis, well, that's just winning time. And it was something they were talking about. I mean, I'm just going to trust Romo here. I know people hate him, but I, I feel like he knows the game well enough to he when he says things like this. He's like, you listen. Now, yeah. yeah, he's way too obnoxious, but like, he has spurts and he's like, Fred Warner had been playing inside, inside press all game on him. And uh, Kelsey broke to the outside, and Warner just took a just a look to the outside, and Kelsey just was gone. He was a blur. Oh, yeah. He was a blur. Um, this was when I I've, that play. You're like, I think we have as much as I hated him for what he did earlier in the game. Like, I don't really have a opinion on Travis Kelsey. Otherwise, I think you have to say he's the greatest tight end of all time. That was kind of the play. I mean, that was kind of the play. Yeah. For me receiving wise i it's probably like i like i don't know how people want to break it down like i the way the dude has move, more catches than jerry rice in the playoffs yeah he's like i i don't know i think i have to have one catch say. for negative one yards and he finished with what nine for 93? 93 yards yeah like the dude has three servables i i don't i think that's more than gronk or did gronk have three two mm, that's but, I, think, I think gronk finally have two how many how many of those Super Bowls were you like Gronk was the X factor? I mean like, not, like not, about, the, not the Tampa Bay one. And uh, think about uh I guess Tampa Bay, so you might have three, but you think about yeah, even when the Patriots good. in those plays, like who who was the one who made the big play for for the Patriots or the the Buccaneers? Like you think about the the Falcons Super Bowl, it was Edelman. You know, yeah, it's always Edelman. Yeah. So I it's just what Kelsey has done his entire career. He's like the leading receiver and everything. And I don't ever remember him being a poor blocker. I guess he might not be that good because he was left off the field when they ran the ball. But yeah. uh, I that play, I was like, this dude is this old and he's making plays like that against the best linebacker in the NFL right now. Yep. Uh, so that's a side note, but. Yeah, incredible. And it's clear there he's <clears throat> gonna come back and play probably for one more year as they go for a three-peat so and then uh, we just got to tell ourselves in week seven when he's walking around on the field and looks slow that he's just saving it and we don't need to comment on it and we don't need to worry about the chiefs and we don't need to talk about when they lose because it, won't it matter. was the flip of the switch that he had this year i mean he also pretty much tore his achilles in minnesota and just got away with it like he just didn't get hurt somehow that was, yeah they just it's just Dude, like i i know at the beginning of the playoffs i was like don't even i was like just man coverage travis kelsey's not the same like look back at this entire year regular so season and and tell me why travis how travis kelsey looked like he did not whatever he was in the playoffs there was not that for 17 games prior it's it's ludicrous so then the 49ers run one play and we're about to head to overtime 
And the 49ers win the toss. 49ers immediately elect to receive. Chiefs decide to kick. You know, I, I, I just sent a quick text. I'm like, was that? Was that weird? Was that crazy? And then you're like, no, I don't think so. I like it because, like, you know, we're trying to score first. We want to try to put them away. I understand that. And then it was like, you know, the defense need to rest. You know, some other people had said that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Until last of the game. And statistically, everyone broke it down today. Like, you statistically have just as good of a chance to win if you get the ball first as you do second. I understand that. Okay? I can understand all that. Then you see today. Well, let me just say this first. I was of the belief that you should always, in that position, kick. Because I think there is a psychological advantage outside of the stats to know when you get the ball second, even if we need a touchdown, I have four plays to work with every 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 10 yards, right? Yeah. I know it. I have, I have 10 yards to work with. I have four plays. I can open up my playbook a little bit psychologically, especially if I'm playing Mahomes. Because Mahomes is the Brady mindset. If Mahomes needs seven, he's getting seven. Like, if, yeah. if, if you know what he has to get, so be it. And so, like, I understand the 49ers maybe want to score first and put the pressure on them, but I was of the belief that no matter what, they should kick there because even if Mahomes gets the ball first and drives right down the field and scores, which he probably was going to, right? I'm not saying they would have stopped him. But at least the 49ers can have the ball and be like, okay, we know we need seven. We know we have four plays to drive. Hell, we know if we score a touchdown here, we can go for two and end it right here on our terms before Patrick has to get it back. Okay. They don't do that though. They decide to punt or uh, receive. That's fine. And we'll get into what happens. At, but well, then after the game or go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say just from my side in the moment, yes, why yes, I yep. um, na- like yep. before I knew the knowledge that we got after the game, I yep. liked it for, I, I, and I understand everything you had to say. Like that makes perfect yeah. sense. Cause at we first I was like, yeah. how do I feel about this? I was just saying, all right, if Mahomes just drove down the field and got what should have been seven, but three on my defense, and it was a long drive. He had a lot of lot of just back and forth drives. Number one is like rest the defense. Like, my God, like just Fair. feel like you can grasp some momentum back. Because at that point, it was all Chiefs, and you're like, to put your defense on the field, and you're, it felt like you would still be on your heels if they took the ball uh, first. It felt yep. like they'd be on their heels and like, hey, dude, like hold them to three. Please try to hold And by the way, they they had the ball for eight minutes. So their defense yeah. got the rest. Yeah, their defense got all of the rest. And uh in the moment though, that made sense. I liked yep. I thought if Mahomes wanted seven, Mahomes is gonna get seven, whether yep. it was before or with the ball first or second. I thought yep. if you get seven, your only option is seven. And we'll get into the stuff at the end of the drive. I yep. thought you get the ball. You, you say to yourself, we're going for seven or bust, unless it's like a fourth and 13 on your own 30. Then it's like, all right, whatever. But yep. it is it is seven or bust. Make Mahomes get the ball back and just kind of ha- like have that feeling of like, all right, like get the defense ready to go. We've stopped him plenty of times this game. Like we're going at him. I know they're going to have the playbook open, but – you know, we, we've seen him try to create too much in the past, throw a pick. Maybe one of the receivers makes a bad play. They fumbled the ball. Like, like yep. now we know, you know, this is what's in. If, if they score, they score. You get the ball back and and we're ready to roll. I, I yep. thought it was kind of the perfect plan. But you're saying if you get seven or zero, it makes no – or if you get three or zero, it makes no difference. It had to be seven. And then yep. we get down to the – and and no matter what way we'll talk about the end, but I. Well, yeah, because your so th- your 
mindset was of the fact that Kyle and the team was aware of the situation. Yes. We're going to try to score first. We're going to get the Chiefs ball back, and we're going to hold on for dear life if we have to, but let's try to score. They didn't score. And then it comes to find out that the the 49ers players, literally over half the team spoke about it, had zero clue what the new overtime rules were, which is I can't even describe how dumbfounded I was looking at some of those quotes. Isn't it like protocol to bring in a ref to talk to the team and the coaching staff and go over yeah. all of the rule changes? Every yeah. training camp. I mean, look, I, I know Kyle's juice checks head probably isn't all there. Hope hope the best for him long term. But like he he flat out didn't. He thought he said, if, "I thought if we scored a touchdown, we won the game." Like, imagine if they scored that touchdown. The celebration. Like, let's say they scored, and guys are running on the field. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like that's what would have happened. Like you would have awesome. guys run on been... the field with their helmets off. Yeah. Where's the confetti? Gotten doused with Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> and the game would have continued. I almost wish they scored so we could have seen it. Well, and and this is my thing. They thought that, Zach, and they took the field goal. They took the field goal. It's like, why? But, I don't, I, it's just, if you thought the touchdown was there, you were on the Kansas City like eight. I get it was third and four. I, I didn't like the third and four play call. I'm yep. fine with the run. I wanted it to be something a little bit different, but like get it to fourth and two. You had already converted. I felt like you had all the momentum in the world. You were pushing them back. And it's like, man, that that's when you have to score seven. And with, with either philosophy, scoring seven there, it felt – when they brought on the field goal team, you're like, all right, you know Mahomes is getting three. Over. Now you have to try to score again when, when your offense has been a little bit weary. I know they've been hot the last couple drives. But now you have to score again. And I, ugh, it was so the stupid. Biggest- it's the biggest problem is that mindset. Like you kick the field goal. Mahomes knows now I have four plays to get 10 yards. If you go for it there and you don't get it, look, you're probably going to lose still. Mahomes is probably going to go down the field and get a field goal, right? But at least he only gets three plays for every 10 yards and not four. But also they, they stopped him. They had him in fourth and one. I know they weren't yeah. going to stop him there. Like great play by the Chiefs with the RPO, triple option. But like that's the difference. And also if – I'm sure they're not thinking about this in the moment, but if if they go for that fourth down and they don't convert it, and anybody in Mahomes goes down and gets a field goal, if anybody came on and said they should have kicked the field goal, they they they're just they're just looking for clicks because that's just not how no one would, would have said that. <laughs> no if, one. And if they did say that, it's like they're literally searching for clicks. Like it would have been the worst take of all time. So there was there was literally zero ounces of a reason to kick a field goal there. And they even, look, the, the Chiefs kind of screwed up because that was the MVS ran backwards. Yeah. Well, they gave him plenty of opportunity. Like, that's the, if you don't get it, you're giving the ball to the Chiefs on the nine-yard line. If you do somehow stop Mahomes in three plays instead of four, you have an advantage. So only three instead of four. They have to punch. Yep. They would have to punt, like, unless it was fourth and three. Like, even they would have to be like, shit, we have to give the ball up. And we have to give it back. And then it's I, sudden death. I just and now it's hey brothers, <laughs> now it's if we score now a touchdown, we, we take that. Yeah, actually, we don't even need it. We just need a field goal. Field goal. It was the that was the the biggest game mismanagement I felt like was in that moment going for a field goal because to me that was that was like the Joe Judge not to this bad but it's like that was the Joe Judge like yeah. running a QB sneak on the two yard line on third down real at uh, third and 10. And you're like, I'm just trying to save face here. I just want this yep. score to not be that bad. That's what it felt like. No, it was, I, I, I couldn't believe it. 
And like, it, it really, I think it was setting in for everyone as they, like, after they kicked it. Cause like when you, when they come on the field and kick it, you're like, yeah, field goal. And then like the chiefs are coming out there as they're driving. You're like, do the offense, why do they players, kick a field goal again? Yeah. The offensive players for the 49ers are on the bench and it, they looked like a deer in headlights. They yeah. just all knew that they, they do. Hit. You're just, that's like, you just, there has to be something that hits you. That's like, what do I get? What am I going to feel like if we kick a field goal here? Like we're waiting for Mahomes to beat me. Why? Yeah. Why do that? Why not control that's, it? Uh, that's the thing where it's just, man, if you go for it there, also imagine the, the air, like the gut punch where you're like, Hey, yep. we had them at fourth and four and they still scored seven on yep. us. And you don't even need seven. You just like, it, here's the thing too. Like it, it offensive defensive. I mean, not offense, a defensive holding a pass interference. Like yeah. anything can happen the way Brock anything. is moving around. And also Zach, this is another thing. I, I clearly they weren't setting. It felt like he was trying to set up for a fourth down play yeah. by the run on third down. Yep. First of all, you have to commit to that. Then why would you not run it to the left side? Yeah. Two short side run. Number one. Well, th- he ran it. Was it Twice. the short side at that point? Because I thought they were on the right hash mark oh, on yeah, yeah. third down. Yeah. I would run it to the left for two reasons. I don't know. Number one is like Trent Williams. There's a name yep. for you guys. And number two is now you're setting up for if you want to get Brock out of the pocket, he's rolling to his right and he's not short sighted. I, I saw the run play to the right side and I was like that. Everyone knew it. Yeah, I, I just I, don't well, know. I mean, or if you're going to run right, what happened to the good old when they beat Green Bay? and You got Trent Williams in motion, leading, blocking out to the right. Yeah. Like where did the create motion Trent Williams do what you did and get you'll get four yards guaranteed from that big ass dude just moving the and pile. also like the way they were running the ball up the middle it felt like five every time I I hate I hate runs outside to the short side of the field I did not yep. like the fact that they did it that specific situation because now you're limiting your fourth down play callability with the short side of the field because for some reason coaches like don't I don't know why we don't think about halves of the field I don't know why I just I don't understand the concept of saying hey I'm going to eliminate five yards of the field by going one direction yep. versus the other. I'll never understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. And then the Chiefs get the ball back. Um, and McCole Hardman wins it, who, if you recall, in hard knocks of this year, predicted that the Jets would beat the 49ers yeah. with that magician. It turns out he himself beat the 49ers as a Chief. So that's cool. And uh, you know what? Not that cool because guess what? He he predicted the Jets win the Super Bowl. So he was he was very wrong. He got the opponent and the score wrong. Like all he got right was the 49ers. So it wasn't that cool to me. Yeah. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Um looking ahead to this offseason, 49ers pretty much retain everyone for another year. Uh so they can run it back for one more year before they have to deal with some players and some contracts. So I don't have much on the 49ers. I mean I do. Uh, okay. Not really a lot, but a comment. This is the thing about this 49ers team. They're going to always have everybody for the next two more or two years because that's, and that's before they have to pay Brock. And even yes. by then you're like, some of these guys are probably going to be too old and, right. and they just feel like they're a good environment. Uh, the next two years feels like the last six. And it's based off of one thing, health. They have so yeah. many guys who just get hurt so yeah. often. And we saw it, it were Kittle, injury-prone, injured in the Super Bowl. Debo, yeah. injury-prone, injured in the Super Bowl. The guys who aren't even injury-prone are getting yeah. injured in the Super Bowl. To get Bowl. McCaffrey to make it to the Super Bowl was a miracle. And, I mean, and that's my, that was my thing. I, I was with people who don't watch football. And one of them was like, I didn't know the 49ers were good. Like, whatever, they animated the Super Bowl in a couple of years. I'm like, no, they were always good, but they always were hurt. And like, yeah. God, to get to this moment and have everybody healthy – 
And then all of a sudden you're like, man, we got to run this back. And I, I just, with the way that that team gets injured so often to say to yourself, one, let alone two shots at continual health. I, I don't know. It's just, they're getting older. Those weapons are not, are getting, you know, more expensive. It's, it's a scary thought. I luckily they have pretty much everyone under contract and no one's like a bad contract. It feels like, I don't think even after next year, they have to worry about re-signing anybody really. So it's just, I mean, you've had that is so much luck. What? You've had a 10 point lead twice in the Super Bowl now. Like what yeah. else what else can you want? So, so I I I'm curious to see the Brock narrative coming in next year. I mean, he was I I was so impressed by him in the moment. Uh you know, I, I think that they're good there because Brock and Kyle Shanahan, like that's all you're always gonna have an opportunity to win the NFC. Um yep. but yeah, I, I think that Brock Purdy, I think here's a fun argument. Like where does he rank in NFC quarterbacks for you right now? As the San Francisco 49ers quarterback. I mean, he's top five, probably top three, but it's like, would you like, would you rather have Dak in Shanahan's offense or would you have Brock Purdy in Shanahan's offense? Cause I have an yeah. answer. Brock. Yeah. Like I, maybe Jalen would be the only one just cause the way that he can move out of the pocket, but yeah, it's, and I and I think it's one of those things where they're just they're just different types of players, but I think they both fit well in Shanahan's system. And I don't know. I I'm just curious to think about how poor the NFC's quarterbacking is. Uh, you know, it's like Jordan Love, I think might be the best right now, which is insane to say. Uh Matthew Stafford, like I don't know where he ranks, but yeah, he's in he's up. in the he's an argument. Yeah. Uh so I, I think Brock Purdy deserves a ton more respect for like everything he did this postseason, I know he had some bad halves, but guess what? The second half was never a bad half for him. Nope. So, yeah, no, he's, I mean, the conversation will just continue on him. It's not fair, but it's just what people are going to do. The Chiefs are going for a three-peat. They defensively, Legere Sneed and Chris Jones may not be there, which will be big losses. Um, I'm guessing both of those guys, they don't, they're not going to get both back. Uh, probably not either, but we'll see what happens there. Offensively, though, they're probably going to get somebody. So, like, does it matter? I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they do. I, yeah, I'm sure that they're going to draft. It's a deep receiver class. They're probably going to draft someone. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know what free agent receivers are available, but if I'm any of them, I'm like, yeah, I just want to give me an incentive based contract and all just oh, like T Higgins. Imagine if you got T Higgins, it was just like, hey, if you win the Super Bowl, you get like a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. So, I I mean, you don't even need to do an offseason breakdown about the Chiefs. They are they're going to be back next year, probably the one seed, and someone's going to try to have a ticket, dude. This is the thing going into this upcoming year, it's a completely different thought about the Chiefs than it's been in, in years past because in years past, the question was. God, we just somebody get rid of like get get them out of Arrowhead. The moment we get them out of Arrowhead, like that's when we can run. We have an opportunity, uh, and the Chiefs would lose. Well, yep. they've left Arrowhead this year, and no, they no. they won every time. So now it's just like, all right, whatever the Chiefs do, they don't even need the one seat. It feels like you have to press. It's just you gotta hope that something happens in the playoffs. It, uh, truthfully. You just got to hope the Bengals figure it out. 
Like that I is know. if the you're, best path to the Super Bowl is the Bengals beating them and you're on the other side, and then hopefully you beat the Bengals, but you're probably not going to. So that no. doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not great. So yeah, I can't I cannot wait for week five next year where I have to listen to all this like Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Yodel this and yodel that. And I'm like, guess what? I I just don't care. No, we've seen it just too many times now. That's the second coming in what was 15 years, 18 years of watching it. So I'm not going to do it. No. It's unfortunate. That is the season. Um, We greatly appreciate everyone listening all year. Uh, A lot of our teams that listen to this um, suck. So it's pretty nice that you still continue to listen when the one thing that we all enjoy lets us down on pretty much a weekly, yearly, whatever you want to call it basis. So I'm, I'm curious to uh, hypothetically, like let's say the giants and the the Colts have like the best year ever next year. Uh, I'm curious to listen, to know what our podcast numbers would do. I, I feel like they would go down. Not that they have yeah, a lot of room to like, go down, but I, it's I the think. Same reason, yeah. It's the same reason we look for Twitter spaces. Like you want to, you enjoy listening. People yeah. enjoy listening to people in pain because it makes them feel better. Yeah. That's just a natural. Yeah, everyone on this podcast wants Daniel Jones to be the starter next year. Cause it's like, there, yeah, there's a lot. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be a therapy session yeah. every week, but no, seriously, thank you everyone for the support. Thank you for yeah. all the texts, all the questions, the comments, um, just the shout outs. I, I, you know, we maybe one day we'll do this for money. Uh, if there's any yep. person who ever is like, Hey, like, you know, like their sponsorship, I spit their sponsorships available. Let's just say it yeah. that way. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we do this, we spend a couple hours a week in front of a microphone because we yeah. like talking about football and just to know that people actually care about our opinion and value it. Um, you know, it means it means a lot because we're just two guys chopping it up. So, yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you all. Um, we will probably take a little hiatus here. Um, as the news really starts to slow down, we will come back um for march madness so i mean really only like a, a three-week break here um we'll come back and then after march madness probably do one and then uh potentially try to do something a little more definitely not probably two times a week but just kind of an update maybe even shorter just what's going on in football what's going on with the draft uh as we know we have a lot of listeners that have meaningful picks this year um so we won't go completely absent um like we kind of have in the past but um obviously we'll slow down yeah March Madness, the draft, and then that's when the absent usually. But yeah, the draft's gonna be yeah. a fun one, fun pod. Uh, I gotta start looking at the draft because I don't know if anybody knows what's happening. So, no, it appears it appears Caleb's gonna go one, but who knows what will happen in a month? I know you're still holding out hope um, that there's some bad news in Chicago. So that's good news, Zach. JF one QB one. JF on QB1. JF on QB1. He'll probably be on he might be on a new team by the time we dude we honestly I'll give you a third for Justin Fields. Wow. Or a fourth in Daniel Jones. Wow. wow. I think Justin Fields would do fine. I think he would do better than Daniel Jones in New York. That at this point, I am just so I don't even want to think about Daniel Jones. I don't wow. even know why what we're talking. If you talk- trade for Justin Fields and then you draft like neighbors or someone, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I'd, I'd be, I'd be excited for the season. I'd be very excited. Yeah, that division got Sirianni and Dan Quinn and 
Maybe Rex Mike Ryan. McCarthy. I, dude, this this division is a laughing stock of the NFL. It is just um, re- dude, honestly, of retreads. I'm I'm so in on Justin Fields right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Wow. I'm gonna send yeah. that text. Yep, let him know. Right now. Thank you all. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll be back for March Madness. Okay, I'm back in your face with the base, bro. I stand tall, but I'm really trying to lay low. By the way, we should be paying Trump with pesos. Matter of fact, better get a side of queso. Okay, I'm pumped off the energy. I'm pumped off the focus. I'm pumped off the Hennessy. I'm speeding like a lotus. I'm praying you remember me. I'm praying that you notice. Excitement got a hold of me, and now I feel hopeless. I'm floating. I've been working on my craft. Life is like a race lately. I ain't getting past. My heart will keep the pace, then my brain will push the gas. I'm the king. There's the board to the outlet to the slash. I've been looking to the left like we going around the track. Artists on the inside and behind to catch a draft. I'm so aerodynamic, it starts a panic in the back. The wind from my bumper is sure to give you a smack. See, I don't do it for plaques and I don't do it for flash. I don't do it for attention or the fake ass laughs. I just do it for the cash to pay for booze and snacks on the side while I rhyme and account for class. That's enough of the topic i'm leaving that in the past man i don't mess with environments where i do what i'm asked i'm living double lives you could go compare and contrast boy i've been eating so long i think it's time that i fast everything on this album is a movie except it's a mixtape and that's my own fucking crowd right there let's go i'm gonna get the whole crowd doing that shit they gonna be going back and forth it's gonna be going left and right like this chair that won't stop squeaking I'm pumped off the Hennessy, I'm speeding like a lotus I'm praying you remember me, I'm praying that you notice Excitement got a hold of me and now I feel hopeless I'm floating, I've been working on my craft Life is like a race lately, I ain't getting past My heart will keep the pace and my brain will push the gas I'm the king, there's the board to the outlet to the slash I got all these visions in my head But they ain't scary, only motivates Eminem, Mike Miller mix, mine is debilitating Even though I still get that feeling like I be levitating Rapping like the carpet to Aladdin while I'm graduating Back up like Plan B, I hope you understand me I'm fancy, need brandy, the fireball is candy The cards looking handy, go ahead, give your Annie Said the winning times arrive, better put away the shandies Okay, I'm pumped off the energy, I'm pumped off the focus I'm pumped off the Hennessy, I'm speeding like a lotus I'm praying you remember me, I'm praying that you notice Excitement got a hold of me and now I feel hopeless, I'm floating.